Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. You're listening to the Deal Room Podcast. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on business sales and acquisitions. Get across trends in the area and hear the industry's best recount their real life tips, traps, and experiences. Now, here's your host, Joanna Oki. Hi, it's Joanna Oki here and welcome back to the Deal Room Podcast, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Now, today we have on the show a guest that we have had in the past. We have Nicole Siegel from our very own Aspect Legal talking about the top legal tips in selling a franchise. Now, Nicole has been on the show before when we have looked at the legal tips when buying a franchise. So today we're flipping the story around a bit and we're looking at how to prepare a business for exit when you're selling a franchise. So if you you are a business owner that runs a franchised business and you're looking at exiting in the future or indeed you're a broker or other advisor to franchises, then you might find this episode interesting. So buckle in, here we go with Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Welcome to the Deal Room Podcast. Thank you for having me. Brilliant. Well, no, th- thank you. I'm really excited to, to talk today. Of course, a few episodes ago, we talked about the top legal tips when buying a franchise. And so today we thought, let's flip it around and look at it from the other perspective for all of our franchisees out there who um, are you know, potentially gearing up for a sale. thought it would be useful if we gave them some pointers about the top legal tips in selling a business that's franchised. So I guess, first of all, you know, some of the tips that we'll talk about today uh, will be general to any um, business sale environment, because I guess selling a franchised business is is effectively selling a business, but there are nuances of, uh, of, of where, you, you know, you have a franchisee because there's it's a different type of relationship. So maybe just give us a quick background, Nicole, on what are some of these things that you think in particular are relevant to franchisees if they're looking at gearing themselves up for sale? Well, when franchisees are looking to to sell their business, they obviously need to get their accounts right and will obviously help if it's a profitable business and then they can... <laughs> that, that certainly uh, assists. Sell it for more. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> they get their books right, get all their ducks in the order, work out exactly the benefit of the sale, how that will really benefit the buyer. Mm. So I think if you can work out everything that you've got to offer, the goodwill, the clients, your intellectual property, everything that you can sell and really outline that quite clearly, that would really help some interested purchasers to to buy your business. And, you know, I think it's a really good point that you make because, you know, implicit in, in that discussion is the value of the franchisor within, the, you know, which which seems obvious. But, you know, I, I think something that's important perhaps for sellers uh, who are franchisees to consider is what is it that really works in your relationship with your franchisor and, and you know, what information can you provide to the buyers to help 
then get to that level of comfort about that relationship that they'll be entering into with that franchise or for quite a long period of time to come. You know, perhaps uh, there's things as well from that perspective that a franchisee should be considering. Absolutely. And the, the benefit of the franchisee selling to another franchisee is all the inside information, how how they yes. deal with that particular franchise or their relationship with that franchise or and all the you know, when to turn to them for marketing support or train additional training or those sorts of issues that a franchisor could really assist a new franchisee. Yeah, yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Okay, um, and then so and maybe let's run through the other elements. Obviously, one of the elements to think about is this contractual relationship with the franchise, or maybe if you can spell out to um, our listening audience sort of the steps that need to be taken. Um, by a seller in preparing for sale and and then throughout the the sale process. Absolutely. So when you sell a franchise business, you've got an existing franchise agreement that you would really need to assign to the new franchisee. And the franchisor would obviously have to approve of that franchise um, assignment. So there's a number of things that you really, the new franchisee would really need to provide to the franchisor in order to obtain the approval. They'd have to provide, obviously, their names, their business experience, their business history, and they'd really have to prove to the franchisor that they would be prepared to, that they'd actually meet the standards and meet the franchisor's um, expectations to be able to assign the franchise to the new franchisee. So mm. the franchisor would have a lot of criteria and a lot of it is actually contained in the franchising code of conduct. Franchisors need to be reasonable. They can't just refuse franchises uh, or sales to franchisees because it's too hard or they're not interested. They need to be reasonable throughout the process, mm. but they also need to be satisfied that the new franchisee will actually make the money mm. at the end of the day, be good security, be good for their brand, be good for their image. That's what they'd really need to approve. So it's important, you know, for, for sellers as well as buyers to understand, you know, that information um, that will need to be provided. Um, but, it, you know, hopefully it's a reassurance as well that there are certain requirements um, that are provided under the legislation to um, ensure that there's a reasonableness of the um, of the franchisor and considering all of that. So, you know, I think that's, that's a real positive. And so maybe that leads us to um, perhaps talking a little bit about who are the, is there a typical type of buyer of a franchise in your experience? I would say there's a typical type of buyer. I think buyers can be from all walks of life, from all sorts of cultures. Uh, usually buyers, obviously, entrepreneurs or independent want to proactive, want to take the initiative as opposed to just working nine to five for someone else. So I guess that might be uh, the typical buyer. But generally, franchisees are buying into a franchise with the benefit of there's an existing model, an existing system, existing training, existing know-how, existing customers, and they're the real benefits of buying into a franchise. Mm. So equally, when you're selling a franchise, you really need to make those all those elements clear to the potential purchaser and, you know, let them know your customers, let them know your sales, let them know the benefits to owning this particular business and how you can really benefit the purchaser. 
Yeah, it's about getting really clear in your mind, isn't it? The value within your business and how that value will pass to the buyer. I guess that's, um, you know, sort of the way that uh, we look at these sort of transactions. So it's get yourself prepared for sale. Know what know what's going to happen in the sale transaction. Get your accounts clean. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Which is probably um, easier with the franchise system, probably than yes. normal businesses because it's so strict and uh, generally has to be audited. So mm. the accounts are generally probably in a better state than mm. most businesses. Mm. Mm. Fabulous. Yes. And then get ready to have some of those discussions in terms of recognising and communicating what that value is in the business and how that value will transfer and, and discussing, you, you know, some of the, um, the benefits of the franchise relationship that, that you're working in at the time. Is there anything we've left out from there, do you think, Nicole, um, in terms of um, the tips when we're selling a franchise business? Well, I think people who've sold businesses before, usually you need the approval of the landlord. Mm. So I guess this is just the double approval. So you need the landlord's approval and you need the franchisor's approval. So you can't enter in, into any agreement without both of those approvals conditional upon the actual sale. And look, sometimes franchisors are really happy for franchisees to sell their business to another franchise. And sometimes they even pr provide financial incentives. I recently acted for a client where the franchisor chipped in $10,000 mm. or whatever of the purchase price and said, you know, um, we're happy to take you on as a new franchisee and we'll pay you know, $10,000 for the purchase of the business to really get you going so you can wow. continue working with us. And and that's what a good franchise model mm. looks like when they mm. really, you can see that, that from the beginning, they're happy to engage, they're happy to negotiate and they're happy to work with a franchisee. Do you know what, Nicole? I have a feeling once this episode airs, our phone lines are going to go hot yes. with everyone <laughs> wanting to speak to Nicole to say, who is that franchisor? I'm going to get in with them. They sound fabulous. <laughs> and that secret information is only available <laughs> here through Aspect Legal. I love it, Nicole, always providing a bit of extra value there. But um, I, I guess one of the things that, uh, you know, I, I think would be useful for us to mention is there's actually a lot of moving parts when you're selling or indeed on the other side buying a business that's franchised um so because you've got the moving parts i mean there's always moving parts in a business sale. there's always a lot of people that you've got to get across the line um but here we've got that extra um that, that extra component of the franchisor and having to deal with the franchise agreement. There's timeframes that, that, you know, relate to the disclosure documents and all of these sorts of things, right? So there's lots right. of moving parts. So I think this is where it's really important to be um, very selective in the people that you have on your deal team and, you, you know, the lawyers who are effectively in many instances project managing this and making sure everything runs smoothly and quickly through the process. So I, I think that's just, you, you know, perhaps that's something that someone who has not sold a business many times before or, or ever before, not bought a business many times before or ever before, may not realise that there's so many moving parts and, and it's a critical 
decision to make to get the right deal team together for people, number one, who understand the area of franchising, but number two, who know how to get these deals across the line quickly and smoothly um, without creating road bumps. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that, Nicole? Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. And when I deal with these issues, you really need to be organised and be proactive. And I think I, as a lawyer, can really provide that sort of advice and negotiate with the with the landlord, negotiate with the franchisor, yeah. also uh, potentially negotiating with the employees and who you're going yeah. to take on, who you're going That's to keep. Right. So yep. it's very important to get the right advice, yeah. uh, what payouts need to be made, what what you need to do because, as you say, there are so many moving parts and they can mm-hmm. work. it can be streamless if you have the right team. And if, if you have the right team, exactly, because it's a, um, you know, this is just, it's just one of those things that are, are these um, are, are mistakes that I see again and again and again, people using, um, you, you know, buyers and sellers having professionals in their deal team that aren't experienced in this area and then they get caught up in this slog of things going slow, things going wrong because they don't know how to deal with the issues that come up. So Absolutely, um, yeah, because franchising is a niche area and not everyone has experience in it, so they might be very useful to selling businesses but may not know um, the timeframes and the particularly things that are necessary for assigning or transferring a franchise agreement. The nuances of the franchise area, Nicole, the nuances of the franchise area. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fabulous. All right. Well, look, I think that's been a really good run through. Is there anything that you think we've missed out from, um, from in our list today for our listeners? It can go really well. I think for both franchisees selling and franchisees coming in, it can go really, really well. Do your due diligence, (laughs) ask the right question, and most importantly, get the right advice. Excellent. Brilliant. Okay, Nicole, as always, it's been a massive pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on to the Deal Room podcast today. Thank you so much. Well, that's it for this episode of The Deal Room Podcast, where we had the fabulous Nicole Siegel of our very own Aspect Legal talking all about the legal tips in selling a franchise. Now, if you'd like more information about this topic, then just head over to our show notes or over to our website at www.thedealroompodcast.com. where you'll be able to download a transcript of this podcast episode if you're one of those people who just love to read it along in finer detail. There you will be able to find details of how to contact Nicole or any of our other legal eagles at Aspect Legal if you or your clients would like to discuss any legal aspects of business sales or acquisitions. We've got a number of great services and we work with clients both big and small. So we've got different types of services depending on size and complexity. So look, don't hesitate to book an appointment with our legal eagles if you'd like to find out how we might be able to assist. And finally, if you enjoyed what you heard today, then don't forget to hit the subscribe button so that we're delivered each week to your phone or your favorite podcast player. Well, thanks again for listening in. You've been listening to Joanna Oki and the Deal Room Podcast. See you next time. Aspect Legal has a number of great services that help businesses prepare for a sale or acquisition to help them prepare in advance and to get transaction ready. We've also got a range of services to help guide businesses through the sale and acquisitions process. We work with clients both big 
and small and have different types of services depending on size and complexity. We provide a free consultation to discuss your proposed sale or acquisition. So see our show notes on how to book a time to speak with us or head over to our website at aspectlegal.com.au. Ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening to The Deal Room Podcast. To find out more about this episode and other episodes in the series, check out the show notes or head over to our website at thedealroompodcast.com.au.